welcome to the Bits Today podcast. My name is Elena Fair, in case you didn't know, and I'm here to make your stay with us here as pleasant as possible. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, a little disclaimer, this room is being recorded, so if you choose to participate and join us here on stage, you are giving us your permission to record anything you say here. So please be very aware of that. Uh, okay, we have a lot of stuff to cover. Uh, the week has been really, really intense on BitCloud. So let's start with little introductions. So we have Nigel Eccles here, who's our talker, who, who knows everything and tells us about everything. Love you so much, Nigel. Uh, and we have some, you know, we have some uh, bits today, um, original guys. So we have Nick here. Nick is the guy who actually writes the whole thing, to be honest, and edits the rest. So guys, please go and buy Nick's coin. I'm just, I just have to say it. Someone has to. So please do. He is absolutely amazing, and he does all the work. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, so we also have uh, Jordan here, Dirty Milk. Uh, you know this guy as a professional roaster. So hi, Jordan. He's, oh, he's shy. Oh, it's a reverse roast day. Okay, that's why he's so quiet today. Okay, okay, makes sense. And we will also have uh, Andrew SG joining us a little bit later. And uh, Taylor Dripcole. And of course, we have our special guest here. We have Red Ullman. Uh, hi, Red. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. We are going to talk to you in a little bit because we are going to start with the news first. Uh, like I said, this week has been pretty intense. We had a lot of stuff going on, uh, project developments uh, and feature developments. We had some Rockwell drama. There were fun things too, like art flash mobs, uh, people playing poker. So it's been a blast. And now I just want to talk to Nigel. And oh, Taylor's here. Hi, Taylor. We Hello. are about to get Sorry. No worries. Uh, we are about to get started. Okay, Nigel, what do you want to talk about first? Yeah, so first thing I thought we'd talk about is platform developments. Um, we had two pretty big ones this week, uh, kicked off the week with diamonds. That's uh, still less than a week we've had them. Um, they've been cool. Uh, they've been a lot of fun. And actually, very amusingly, they happened before Twitter uh, launched tipping. I think it was like a solid one day ahead Twitter's uh, tipping. Um, I don't suspect that that caused Twitter to do it. I, I've obviously been doing it for a while. I will say I have tried both. And Twitter's tipping sucks. I don't know if anyone else tried uh, tipping on Twitter, but it is slow, cumbersome. You have to go up to a third party. It's not nearly the experience. The creator has to enable it. Um, uh, and you have to go off to the the actual creator and find the creator page and tip there. Has anyone tried uh, tipping on Twitter? I haven't used Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Has anyone tipped diamonds then? Okay, let's try that. A bit easier one. Any comments? A you lot. blew my mind when you said that it was only less than a week since diamonds got introduced. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it feels it feels like it, it has been forever already. <laughs> mm. I must say the pricing I find a little confusing. It's like one cent, fifty cents, five cents, five hundred cents, like or something like that. I I'm like you know you're only like one click away from like giving away five hundred dollars. This is very what, true. What's the actual what's the actual step up? It, it starts at one cent and it goes up to is it five bit cloud at the top? 
It's about 800 something dollars, right? That's a bit far, a bit quite, yeah. Yeah, so it should be about by a bit quite, I guess. Hmm. Yeah. So I, I think it's cool. Uh, I find the pricing a bit weird. I do find a tipping in your own coin. Um, I don't think that's the right. I think it should be just pure Bitcoin. I've seen my wallet. Don't want to brag here, but I know I have all this different coin that I've been tipped in very small amounts. Um, but like, it's it's not useful to me. I don't really feel I should sell it. Um, it's nice to be tipped, but it's sort of it's a little bit of like a backhanded compliment. It's like I think you're so good, you should own some of my coin. Uh, like I, I think they should move it to BitCloud. Uh, I don't know what anyone else thinks. Uh, I treat diamonds more like uh, as a love reaction as opposed to like. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. I, th- I think a lot of people feel feel the same way. Just correct me mm-hmm. if I'm wrong, but. It's but it's love. Of... You, I, you, you must love my coin. I love you, so you so much. I think you should know my coin. Kind of, yeah. Mm. It's. Like well before that uh, we only had likes so there's mm. like no dislike no you know angry or funny or whatever <laughs> so now we have diamonds which is basically yeah. love yeah well at the end of, so at the end of the week we had the change on and actually it was Saturday on find rewards now being paid in Bitcloud instead of being paid in your own coin I think that's a very good decision I, I can't think of any downside on that one I know as a lot of creators like. You know, you have, you need to have some way. A lot of people were saying to this, well, how would I make anything from this? Because I just get more and more coin. I don't feel that I can sell it. Um, there is the idea that there'd be a secondary market in your coin, but that might've been a long time in coming. It also may have been fairly illiquid uh, and it would have been a discount at the value. And so paying it in BitCloud, the find reward in BitCloud just makes a lot of sense to me. You can go and buy your coin afterwards, um, but I think that that decision to me was just like 100% good. Yeah, I am. I'm a fan of it as well. I do think the one thing that people should be cognizant of, especially new folks coming on the platform, like if someone new came on and then all of a sudden, for whatever reason, a bunch of investment started pouring into them, like a little bit of a advice to new folks is probably important that you know, you might do well to buy some of your own coin because it doesn't happen any automatically anymore for you, right? So obviously, yeah. Now they did make so, the change. Someone, they did make the change. Your find reward started at a hundred, so it used to be right. you know at ten percent, and then a lot, including myself, got you know uh, gazumped or pre you know people bought them before me. Yeah, I guess my my only tiny concern, and I, I love it over, overall as well, is that if someone didn't know, like if someone came on, they're like, oh, I'll put my founder reward to 10%, investment starts pouring in, and they don't even really realize that, you know, they might do well to buy some of their kind of yes. early coins. Um, I find that, that be... whole, I find the whole new onboarding flow that we call a first time user experience in product design, um, I, I it's terrible. <laughs> to be blunt, it is, it's really confusing. I don't know. It's also a hard problem because when people ask me, should I buy my coin? And I'm like, yes. And the next question is always, well, how much? And I'm like, like, I don't, and I kind of started to think about a conception. And I think how much, the correct answer to how much is how much do you think it could be? Like if I'm starting a project and I look at Bitcoin Pulse, that's got a, over a million dollars invested. If I'm starting a project and I think, it could be as big as that. Well, then I probably want to buy, you know, maybe a hundred thousand. But if I'm just like a personal account where there's no real utility, 
I'm like saying to people like maybe the first hundred. I don't know what anybody else like if you advise brands much to buy. I don't even know. Uh, you know, my personal problem with, with this new edition is uh, that it happened after Diamonds. Uh, mm. It's because, so we got Diamonds this week and people started buying less coin because before that, you know, your uh, visual representation of your loyalty, it was buying someone's coin and now it's the Diamonds. Uh, and the thing, is, the thing is, we got our founder rewards percentage in our own coin before that, and now mm -hmm. nobody is buying our coin anymore. I'm not saying it's like nobody is buying anything, but a lot of people just choose to give diamonds instead. Yeah. There is a small one to note on it, and I, I had to go and test this. Because when you set up a new kind, you don't want to drop your find reward. So you have your find reward at 100%. And so what you want to do is go in and buy your coin. And it immediately struck me. It was like, wait a second. My find reward's 100%. Am I going to buy Bitcoin? Am I going to buy my own find reward? But because it's 100%, I'm going to end up just with Bitcoin again, which is what you would think would happen because they changed it. They obviously had figured that out beforehand. So if you buy your own coin, um, it you get your own coin. It doesn't turn back into Bitcoin. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, even if you've got a really high founder reward. So they obviously knew that a lot of people did that at the start. Because I, it suddenly becomes a really different problem. It's like, how do I buy my own coin without dropping the founder reward? And if I, because if I drop my founder reward, the bots are going to come in and, and grab my coin. Gotcha, gotcha. I actually, you know, also tried to give myself diamonds just as a test. Guys, hmm. does not work. <laughs> don't do it at does it all. error does it error or does yeah it... It, it just tells you oh you cannot just reward yourself with, with diamonds so. right more importantly <laughs> if you try to buy your own do you still get the animation because if so i'm just gonna sit there and do that all day <laughs> i don't know let's 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 try do you guys want to try well probably not right now sometime uh yeah, but it has been quite interesting, and people have been playing with this this whole week. So mm. uh, I think we all got really was, excited was, about it. And there was another small related change just on Saturday, just yesterday, which I thought was interesting. Is they're now tagging um, coins that have been received compared to coins that have been purchased, uh, which I think is interesting because obviously we've seen a lot of these scams. What they've done is they've they've gifted a lot of coins to some of these big holders because one of the ways you identify a scam is well are any of these people that i trust this is slightly dangerous like any people that trust i bought into it and you saw coins that they held but they had been gifted them and you said oh well douglas is in it and arch is in it that's fine but actually those have been given to them without their knowledge and so you're like oh that's that shouldn't be a sign that this is a legitimate project yeah, uh, do you want to talk about scams and where we just wrap up with uh, features first? Yeah, I think it's, it's kind of like okay. we're, we're kind of rolling into that. Uh, we're going to talk about content a bit later, um, but let's, you know, let's talk about rug pulls um, because is it getting worse? I, yes, I, I think it is getting worse. Like there's been um, some really big ones. There's been a number over the weekend on Friday. Uh, we probably had one of the biggest to date. Uh, there's one called Charcoin. Um, 
it was a project it had a website you know offsite it said it was going to do something in the arts or nfts um they accumulated a lot of value and they did a massive rug pull they the creator netted out about one hundred and sixty thousand dollars um so it's pretty brutal one it was quite widely followed um lots of warning signs there right like so we didn't know who was behind it um they uh it was kind of one of these treasure hunt ones that are always skeptical or suspicious so there certainly was a lot of warning signs but it was quite high profile um and a lot of people lost money and, and the total loss was about one hundred and sixty thousand. then over the weekend there's been a few more um uh, I think Cloud Futures, again, one that looked really skeptical. I looked at both and I was, I would never invest in them, but there wasn't really anything to the extent you could call it out. You can just say, I'm skeptical of this. I wouldn't invest, but I, I wasn't ready to write about it and say, this is a scam because, you know, I had no proof. Um, I don't know. Did anyone else, did anyone else want to admit losing money in any of these or did anybody else look at them? Well, I don't have any money to invest into anything, but <laughs> uh, I've seen a lot of people getting really upset about it. Uh, totally understandable. Uh, uh, there were some clubhouse rooms with uh, people just, you know, talking about this and renting and venting and so on. Uh, I, I see Andrew wanted to say something, Andrew. Oh, yeah. Um, sorry, it was a, a, excuse my tardiness. I had um, daddy duties. Um, but, uh, yeah, as far as, um, losing money, I definitely haven't lost money on, on the rugs. Thankfully, I'm just kind of a sucky investor in general, <laughs> but, um, the rugs specifically, um, not too much. Uh, frankly, I just haven't had a chance to, um, look too far for into them. Haven't had a chance to, to jump into, um, trying to solve any of these puzzles that end up being a rug or anything like that. So I'm frankly fairly ignorant with with the ones that have um happened so far and i i jumped in a little bit late nigel so i didn't know which one you were specifically talking about so there's um, two of the weekend charcoal and cloud futures or two uh, and, and, well there's a third one i'm just looking up but those are two of the bigger ones yeah um i think that it, it is you know um kind of starts a, a more broad discussion of um how to prevent it and and um you know i don't i don't know if regulate is the right word that's kind of a, a scary word when you're talking about um decentralization um but it's uh it, it's kind of a hairy issue and, there, and there's no no uh um you know there's no easy answer mm -hmm. frankly it, it's the burden unfortunately is on the investor and um I think doing their due diligence one and diversifying their portfolio. Um, I think that it's something that's not okay. It, um, but I, you know, I'm frankly to see what uh, I'm, I'm curious to see what happens here in the future. So, yeah. So I, I think obviously some of these in retrospect are maybe, you know, I was buyer beware. People should have known not to invest in them. But some of them are not. There's there's one, there's a user on the site. He's more of a creator, uh, Billy Warwick, UK. I don't know if anyone interacted with him. He's pretty active on the site, um, active on Discord. Just two days ago, did a total rug pull on everyone. It wasn't a lot of money, but 
it was sort of smallish investors in it. And it just kind of underlined to me that this is not just sort of bigger scams. Um, there's kind of a, I just think there's a structural problem. There's a problem with the protocol that this can happen. Um, and there's a thing in crypto, the idea of trustless. So the idea of trustless is that I don't, I don't need to trust a central party uh, to enter into like an agreement. Um, I can, for example, in sort of Uniswap, I can swap my Ethereum for say your Bitcoin without trusting anyone or even trusting Uniswap, um, it's in the code. And when I look at uh, the situation we have with these rug pulls, we're trusting these creators not to do this. And they have, today they have complete ability to do it. And we're having to enter into a, a situation of trust. But I think there should be a change to the protocol. And I think it should be an option you should switch your account over to that effectively locks your coins in. So it basically would say, either it's just a creator, potentially it would be the early investors or the people at the bottom of the stack, I call it, that say you can't sell more than 10% of your holding a day. Um, mm -hmm. Now, if I'm a genuine creator, I have no problem with that. But if I want to pull a rug, I do, because it basically stops me from doing that. Sure, sure. I hey, think that- Real quick on that, Nigel, uh, wasn't that the whole Charcoin thing is they played the long con. They were active for like 20 something mm -hmm. days. They had the website, they had the white paper. And yeah. Still. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that there's, you know, I, I think we throw these words out like uh, scam, for instance, and, and, and rug pull. And I think that there's a number of different situations. I think sometimes, you know, maybe frankly, Someone wakes up in the morning and says, holy guacamole, my, if I press this one button, I get $150,000 worth of bit clout, you know. Um, I wanted to make this a real thing, but it all just hit me, you know. Um, and, you know, it could have not been a, a long con scam. Uh, scam. Uh, you know, it could have just been a – who knows, right? Um but I think that what you said, Nigel, I think that that's a good solution that, that as long as it's something that is optional, um, mm -hmm. because, you know, just thinking back, I think that there's, I've, I've been, a lot of people have been posting, um, you know, feature requests and potential solutions to prevent rugging. And um, I, th I think that that's, those are the right conversations to have. Um, but the, all of the features that, you know, the changes that have been made, um, so far in the product, while they were, um, good, uh, enhancements or at least good intention, they had unintended consequences mm -hmm. for better or worse. You know, an example is the creator coin transfer and then the, the confusion there of who's an investor. And so mm -hmm. if m me, you know, um, being prevented to quote unquote rug, my my holders which is something i should never do um but who knows what unintended consequences there mm -hmm. may have if i'm prevented from selling my own coin yeah i would the way i would solve it is i would have two types of a kind i would have a restrictive account and i would and it's one way like if i have an unrestricted account i can become restricted but once i'm restricted i can't go back and then let's see what happens do when people create new accounts, they create them restricted or unrestricted um, with people with existing accounts. Like I would happily switch my over to restricted. Um, and then what would then we would see is where do people invest? Do they invest in the restricted ones 
are they willing to take the risk in the unrestricted ones? Mm-hmm. And then we could also see the next step, which is when people build applications on top of this, what they might say is, I'm not even going to show the unrestricted accounts because I don't want to risk my users getting losing their money because they're going to be pissed off with me. And so you basically see the whole ecosystem move towards restricted accounts. But it'd be a nice, nice way to test it. Yeah, it could also be maybe like a, a per you allocate a percentage of your holdings, like mm-hmm. you know, like. 50% of my coin, I will, you know, I'll reserve to, to not be able to dump more than 10% of that 50% or, or yeah. some, something to that effect. Um, another thought or question that I, I had is, um, you know, rugging your own account is one thing, but top investors, um, you know, rugging people below them. Um, I've always been curious to, to get like a temperature check from people about um, the ability to, to reject potential investments from someone um, in order to frankly protect your, your investors. What do you think about that? That was actually something that I was, uh, Oh, by the way, my mic hasn't been working. I just got it sorted out. I haven't been just quiet. Sorry about that. (laughs) Um, But uh, that's something that I actually was going to touch on the last episode is I think that would be a great move. Like if somebody has a history of, or at least having like a set amount that you decide if somebody wants to purchase that amount, they could then come in. Uh, like it would have to, you'd have to approve that investment kind of thing. Is that along the lines of what you're asking? Yeah, I, I just mean if if someone is like a known rugger, so to speak, and they jump in on your coin um, on top of everyone else, they you know they they have they have the power to to um, you know um, create losses for for your entire cap table so um yeah i don't i don't know if that's a right solution it's one of those things again where it's you know what are, what are the what would the consequences be if you could kind of say no and, and not accept investments i don't know so, so very in, in private companies and if you've ever been in a startup you, you might be familiar with this it's very typical that uh the company would write a first refusal on any transfer so if you're like an early employee or a founder and you go to leave and you say, well, I want to sell some of my shares. What will happen is the company will say, fine, but we, we've got the right to buy it on the same terms. Um, mm-hmm. Right of first refusal. So you, you sometimes do that restrict. Um, you can restrict who can invest. It would create some friction. Well, depend on how you do it. Like you could blacklist these people cannot buy, but you could also have it that if somebody comes in and invest, it has to be approved. And uh, that obviously would create friction, which. Um, great point uh thank you so much guys it's it's a very exciting topic for everyone uh i think we can get back to this topic probably even next week because i think something's Mm. going to happen next week too well something (laughs) always happens you know something's going to happen or just no 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 i'm just guessing i'm just guessing it's just because every week it's something new well sometimes old but still new but Mm -hmm. uh anyway uh let's quickly talk about content and mm-hmm. then get to our guest. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, so I thought this was really interesting. Um, I'm trying to remember who the, the name of the, uh, Millie, uh, Millie Tamati. Um, and if you haven't seen her video, I thought it was great. Um, uh, she's not a particularly big user. Um, I, I think she's only joined reasonably recently, uh, but she did a very, very nice video 
on basically the content of uh, BitClyde. And she put it pretty politely, but she just said, this platform's got a content problem. Now, interestingly, the question for me is, does BitCloud have a content problem or does it have a global problem? Um, in my view, global is not the best representation of the content that's on uh, BitCloud. Um, it's it, the global, for anyone who doesn't know, global is curated. Um, there is a whitelist uh, that basically certain certain people have been whitelisted and a certain number of their posts, like three to five of their posts a day go on it. I think other ones get picked. Um, there is, you know, someone has some editorial guideline of what they pick. I, I don't think it reflects the best of them. I think much better content doesn't go on it. I think it, it very heavily skews towards some of the biggest users that, in my view, don't add the best content. I don't know what anybody else thinks. Yeah, I, I totally agree with, uh, with you and with Millie and pretty much everyone else. It's uh, the same big users. Uh, I, I don't know, giving the same advice every single day or uh, who, who said this? I think Nick told us, oh, everyone is complaining about those famous users just posting those digital pictures of their faces or something like that. So it's it, you know, it's pretty funny, but at the same time, uh, it's it's kind of turning into this, uh, you know, general business, global business system when they're like, oh, they're like big businesses and very small businesses, and the question is whether we're going to support those small businesses, in our case, small creators who are their own like small little personal brands. I see Jordan wanted to say something. Jordan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I um, I mean, I do almost agree with the content problem thing. I just think it's not broad enough. I guess I would say, I think it's just a bit limited. I think they could maybe find a better solution with that by having like a recent post thing, which I think clout feed introduced recently. I don't know if anybody uses them. I don't, I just noticed that they happened to announce something about that. And I thought that was kind of a nice touch because you're at least just seeing what everybody's posting, not just what the devs think is cool or what the one off post is that made it to the page um, uh, kind of is kind of thing. Yeah, so recent's good. And, and if you look at, because um, we've looked at this recently and we looked at the Reddit system, you have like, you know, new, you've got hot, uh, you've got rising. The only issue that we saw with that is if you introduced it, hot and rising and uh, most commented would all kind of just be global because global is just so dominant on it. Um, that uh, new would be a nice cut to see, but those other ones, like most commented or most liked, you just would see another version of global. Um, and so I think if anyone's building another application on top that doesn't want the existing global, in the short run, they're going to have to have their own global. So that's not really a problem, but it's just like, you know, you're going to have to have editorial staff and you're going to have to have a, like an editorial directive of what the content, you know, that you're looking for is. Sure. I, I think one thing that I, if, if I could pick a feed, if I would probably replace the global feed and the following feed with a investor feed or like mm -hmm. a cap table feed and a wallet feed. Um, Cause frankly, those are the two that I'm most interested in. I think that would be a, a cool um, option to have. But as far as I think, um, back to uh, Millie's point and leading with, with content, I think that that is um, 
if users, you know, in, in the way that they're they're using it, if they if that's how they're able to make their their dis- investment decisions moving forward, I think that that would be a net positive for the platform. Um, I mean, that's that's what I do with diamonds. I've I've said that I've. I think Henry's breaking up on us. You've totally lost him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sir, man, we lost you. Andrew. You know, I, I made a post. I said, I, I would like to be able to use um, like a tip button like I used a like button. Like I want to buy $1 of, of someone's coin if I really like their post. And then later on, I saw in the white paper, they had this money likes concept, uh, which is essentially that, right? You could, you could make small predetermined investments. Um, and I think that that's a way, something like that is a way to let the content lead, um, you know, from, from the investment standpoint. Um, another thing that I think is going to help a, a ton is the, um, this new founder reward in BitClout. Um, uh, you know, giving people small, large, every creator access to um, liquid capital that they could use and, and stimulate the economy, so to speak, um, I think is going to be helpful. It also, you know, it it it, it makes uh, pump and dumps not hurt as much, right? Because you, you get that liquid capital on the initial pump and then you, you get dumped, which makes it that much easier to get pumped again. Um, so I'm curious to see what happens there. Yeah, that's true. Uh, by the way, talking about content, uh, we got that TikTok embedment, uh, yeah, embedding feature. What do you guys think about this one? Because I'm a little bit, you know, on the on the fence regarding this one. Uh-uh. I I think it's a good feature. I think just the more content that we can get on there, the better. To be honest, and I. As, as cringy as TikTok could be, I've kind of been a fan of them as a platform in general just because of the way that they treat their creators. So I do think it is a good um, kind of blend of the two. And I think that people can now have an, another outlet to monetize their their TikToks via BitClout. I think just on top of what they get paid through the creator funds um, that are on TikTok as well, it's just another added bonus. I think it was a smart move. Yeah, I would say... Yeah. Um, just to, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to ask what your, what Alina's reservation is with the, with the new functionality, but, um, maybe you want to go first there, Andrew. Yeah, Andrew, you go and I'll, I'll add it later. Yeah. Yeah. So I was just saying, I think that, um, the way that I think about this is I want, I'm not a big fan of TikTok, but I want BitCloud to be successful and BitCloud is not going to be successful um if people aren't on bitcloud right so the, the there's a huge audience in tiktok um and as far as um onboarding users getting people on um and and using that as a, a tool sort of a trojan horse to get them onto here uh, i mean onto bitcloud i think is a um i think that that it's beneficial from that standpoint as, but frankly, I, I don't know about you guys. Maybe it's just who I'm following, but I, I, I don't see very many. I don't know, like very many TikTok posts. 
yeah, I haven't seen a lot yet, but my personal problem with this is, uh, you know, with this new feature, there may be a lot of, you know, already existing established TikTok influencers who jump on BitCloud because it's, you know, an easier way to monetize their content. And we're back to the same question. Do we support those, you know, bigger, like corporate, uh, you know, people as brands or big established, uh, you know, corporations in the social media world? Or do we support new creators here on BitCloud who are not from TikTok or Instagram or anywhere else? So that's- I'm not, uh, like, I, 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 like I love TikTok content, but I love TikTok content on TikTok. It's it's a very natural home for it. Um, I. I I haven't watched a lot on BitCloud. It doesn't feel as natural. I don't think BitCloud.com, while it's embedded, I don't think the experience is great. I I think it's good they enabled it. I The question for me is when applications are built on top of BitCloud, and people heard me say this before, like BitCloud.com is one application. In six months' time, I don't think many of us will be using it. I think there'll be other applications. question for me is how are they going to integrate uh, TikTok videos and whether the, some might not do it. Like some might want to have much more Twitter type experience, uh, but I think some might decide actually they're it's not really core to their experience. So I think that's going to be interesting. I I just it's not where I'd want to watch TikTok videos. I think it's good it's there, uh, but I, and I actually haven't seen that many. Yeah, hey, interview. Uh, uh, Shaman, did you want to uh, jump in? I saw you raise your hand. Uh, yeah, I wanted to talk about, you know, I mean, look, I love BitCloud and I'm learning so much about how to participate, how to support everyone and how to like really just, you know, create, be a part of an amazing growing platform um, that's about creating that, you know, decentralization and putting the power back in our hands. One of the things that I have come across recently and it has been an ongoing thing for me um, since I've got on to BitCloud is how they have these reserved um, things for, you know, for celebrities and public figures and how that's going to affect and hurt BitCloud in the long run. I have a lot of friends who I've been sharing with, one of them being Gwyneth, my other friend Cord, a lot of different friends of mine who are um, A-list celebrities, and they feel like it's an imposter of someone putting up an account and using their idea that they will probably come on just by using them for the work that they've done in the world and things that they've accomplished as a way to draw people to BitCloud. They feel like it's inauthentic. And a lot of them, each and recently, I you know just um, onboarded my friend Cord. He changed, he put a different account than the one that they had already for him. And I have other friends who want to come on and their biggest issue is, you know, I come on this uh, platform, I have to, I'm, I'm forced to choose the account that they've created for me, which does not come from a place of true transparency and honesty. And even they put, they put up like different things about them and, and what they're doing, and that's not what they want to promote. And they, <clears throat> so, you know, uh, the problem that came up was when I onboarded Cord, he didn't want to go under his name. He didn't like the idea that they even had the nerve to put up some of the things on there that w wasn't what he would actually write or put up. So he felt it like it was an imposter. So I ended up ended up putting him under court under, underscore Overstreet, and I contacted them and say, you know, can you verify him? And they're like, we'll only verify him if he chooses his account. And I'm like, so if I get Gwyneth on, who's not going to like the fact that you actually put her up on there, 
without her giving a chance for all her friends like me and other friends who are close to her to invest in her coin at an earlier rate where she would be able to put up her founder's fee to make sure that her friends can get on that investment and everyone else she her friends think would be good to invest in her she's not going to want to come on to the platform and elon musk is not going to want to and a lot of other the people who will come on and claim their positions are d-less celebrities are people who are just in the youtube world who just like oh yeah cool you give me free money i'm going to come on and, and, and play with that but people who are serious about creating something that is coming from integrity is not going to do it and what that's going to do is it's going to cause a, a, a problem for the way that this the, the transparency and the understanding of actually really creating a different type of platform that's not based on that very kind of hierarchy behavior is going to cause problems for us in the long run and what one of my suggestions is is that they give back the money in order as it was invested in those people and give them a bonus um, for you know for their return fee so that celebrities sure. feel comfortable coming onto this platform because they don't and I've talked to seven of them already and they're like absolutely not the way that it's set up yeah yeah, yeah. I, I mean it's definitely ruffled some feathers I think that there is I mean there's there's definitely um, a, a lot to unpack there I don't think we're we unfortunately have the time uh, we do have a guest right we need to get to here pretty quick but um yeah you know i think that it was a short-term kindling to try to get people on the platform um there was some pros to that some some uh, i actually you yeah, that one i think it was a flat-out mistake like I, everyone describes a growth hack like can you name a single you know reserved account that has gone to become a prolific user and has promoted it i can i can think of none um and but it has meant it pissed off tons of people every time i go and try and sell a platform to other people i'm having to defend it, it much more than it's which is incredible so i just think it was a really big mistake they made i think they made some great decisions but the reserving those those accounts and letting them be traded i think it was really dumb it was a growth hack that just didn't work out yeah and even the verification system is very hierarchy based you know yeah, it's not true. it's not okay i mean you know it's like the way that they're doing it it's not creating the way like look we all know right now what's going on in the world we know where the future is going to be based on what we see going on in the world we all want to put power back in our hands and we also want to support each other and putting power back in our hands and that's a given but how are we going to put power back in our hands and create a platform that actually suggests that to people and creates a community that is authentic and real and doesn't put, you know, any type of, uh, you know, um, hidden, hidden things going on? The hierarchy is what we want to come out of, not go back into. And that's yeah. basically what's happening. Yeah, exactly. This is a very, very valid point. Thank you so much for sharing, Derek. Unfortunately, we don't have a lot of time left. Okay, it's fine. Yeah. I just wanted to share. You know me. You know me, Alina. I know you. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we did meet in real life. So, yep, I do. Uh, thank you so much for sharing. Uh, I think it's a great topic. We will probably bring it back either in the next episode or sometime later. Uh, again, to wrap it up, let's talk more about creators. And I wanted to, to talk to our amazing guests. So, tonight we have Red Ullman. Many of you already know him because, uh, dude, like you're everywhere in Clubhouse. Every popular BitClub room, you're there and we all know and love you. And tonight I just wanted to talk uh, about actually you and your very, very uh, exciting project that we're all very hyped about. So um, 
Guys, a round of applause for Red and his uh, amazing height. Hi, Red. Oh God. Are you there? Interesting. Sorry, <laughs> yeah, I just switched. Oh, no worries, no worries. Hi, how's it going? <laughs> So, uh, yeah, so happy to be here with you. Uh, looking forward to talking about Hyped. Uh, you know, if you haven't claimed your ticket yet, I highly recommend you do. Um, but, yeah, so it's Hyped is actually not officially my venture. Uh, I am the VP of Business Development and Partnerships, and I'm so fortunate to be able to be part of this new project and uh, get to share this opportunity with all these creators to help them monetize and create this uh new form of uh, ticketing using social tokens. So very excited to discuss this with you guys. Uh, of course. Awesome. Uh, awesome. I, I was going to say, I, I thought that that, uh, that that long pause before you started talking, I thought you were just letting the hype build and, and, <laughs> and build and build before you went. <laughs> Can you just give us a, a quick like intro of exactly what hyped is? And then I know Alina and maybe Jordan have some questions prepared. But just for the, just a, we'd love the, the quick elevator pitch first. Sure thing, yeah. So Hyped Tickets is the first ever proof of stake social token ticketing platform. And it is also going to be hosting the first ever BitClout blockchain-based concert. So we're very excited to be able to host that tomorrow night. And uh, the ticketing platform really revolutionizes the way that people are going to be able to monetize live events. So effectively, any creator that has an audience and wants to host a live event is able to use Hyped Tickets and coordinate an event with the Hyped Tickets team. And they can put together a brand new social token with a high founders award and use that in order to make money. So that will end up f being funded by the people who buy in buying into the token is more of a purchase than an investment so it is changing the applications of bitclout and it's very exciting because what we're doing with it is really allowing anybody who has talent that can be showcased in a live format they're able to monetize that directly so it takes the power away from uh corporations like Ticketmaster or Live Nation. We're really uh, for the people and we're so excited to be able to bring this to creators and bring this to users and create that access for them. Awesome, thank you. That was an awesome pitch, guys. Everyone needs to learn from this guy. <laughs> uh, I do have a question. Uh, look, I'm a person who's absolutely like non-technical, so I don't, I don't understand how anything works whatsoever. So can you please explain really briefly how exactly Hyped works? Sure. Yeah. So hyped. Uh, what I mean when I say it's a proof of stake platform is uh, you buy into the token. Buying into the token is the equivalent of purchasing your ticket. And uh, for this event, you can pay your own price. But uh, for future events there, uh, the artist is able to set the price that they want. And Basically, the technology behind it built out by the GoDo company analyzes the uh, amount of you own of that token. And if you meet a certain threshold, then you qualify to access your ticket. You go on, you claim it, you have to post a specific post that is your validation of ticket claim. And the platform automatically knows when you do that because it scans the blockchain in real time. And uh, it also works as your referral code. So your validation code and your referral code are the same. So it's very exciting. And uh, what you'll do is you'll really go to hypetickets.com. You'll put in your email after you've purchased the hype coin. And 
it will ask you to go through the process. You put in your handle. It gives you something to paste as a clout. You clout that out, and the platform immediately sees that. You claim your ticket, and you're ready for the event. So if anybody has not done that, I highly suggest going through that right now. And we're, you know, that way you'll be able to attend the first ever blockchain concert with us tomorrow at 8 p.m. Eastern. I see Jordan had a question, Jordan. Yeah, 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 if you don't mind. Um, uh, one question I had is how do you go about your artists? Is that something that you guys contact them for? Or do they contact you? Are you guys just literally the ticket platform and there's somebody else that's putting these events together? How does that all come about? So any artist can host their own event. Uh, right now, uh, the way to do that is to approach the hype team. We will help arrange it. We have a community of people that are eligible to host and coordinate events on the admin panel. Uh, if anyone in the audience listening in real time is looking to host an event, feel free to contact me. Don't hesitate. I'm more than happy to get you set up so you can get your own event going. Uh, we do do some reach out just to get people to see the beauty and the uh, application of the platform. So we are coordinating some events ourselves, but uh, the beauty of this is that anybody who's a creator that has an audience that they can monetize through live events, they can contact the hype team. We will set up an original sub URL. You send us the embed link for the live stream. Uh, we'll help set up the new creator coin. And after the event takes place, we will allocate the funds directly to you and you get paid out in BitCloud. I got to say, I, as you were giving that pitch, I just went through and I purchased a ticket. It's, it's a pretty slick experience going to the website, getting the confirmation email, and then just buying the, the, the coin. Um, I like it. And then I see, I see what you mean now where – so the, 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 it's a higher founder reward, um, but it's, it's positioned not as an investment. It's positioned as like a, like a fee or, or like a membership. Exactly. Right? You're buying into the event and you're not paying for your investment necessarily to increase in value. You are paying to have access to the experience. So if you want to consider it an investment in the experience, you can do that. But generally, it is a transaction and you, you want to be giving when you are buying at a high founders reward because you're helping pay these artists out and we are so excited to have yellow red sparks and have DJ Mercury with us in real time. So it's going to be very exciting to be able to present this to everybody. And, you know, it really is a slick experience. And, you know, that credit goes totally to the GoDo company. They have done a phenomenal job. They originally did that by building out the proof of stake wall on the clout members platform for freemium content. But now, uh, they've applied that to live events through hype tickets. And we're so excited to be able to present this in real time to you guys. Oh, awesome. Thank you. Uh, I do have another question, but Andrew right here kind of ruined it a little bit for me because I just wanted to ask, do we get free passes as a media outlet or not? And just, just saying, just asking. <laughs> but I, uh, I like where your head's Yeah. And you well, Andrew already got, got some, so... Uh, anyway, actually, uh, yeah. Selena, if you don't mind me sure. jumping in, Rhett, Rhett, thanks for joining. I actually had probably what is a basic question, and I must admit I haven't gone and claimed my ticket yet because I'm out and about, but what's the, um, what's the rationale behind investing in the coin as opposed to like maybe, and again, this might be an elementary question, but it's on my mind, um, investing in the coin behind or instead of just doing it like with BitCloud transactions and the currency itself? 
if you could just so, break that down. Uh, the logic okay. behind that is that it shows up with you having been on the validator. It's a different way of analyzing the blockchain. And uh, that way you are also memorialized with the event forever. So these social tokens live on the blockchain permanently. So even after the event, these tokens will be there forever for people to see. And they can see that you were on that list of buyers and that you purchased the coin. So there'll no be faking that you went to an event or you were part of an experience. It'll all be uh, proof. So, you know, that's another uh, value proposition is really, is that you're not just buying into an experience. You are memorializing yourself as part of this experience forever. So Great. that's part of why we do it the way we do. Got it. Yeah, I, got it. Okay, yeah, I see the uh, I see the appeal of that. Like, if I put on an event and then post event, I want to make sure that I distribute something to everyone that was there as like a special benefit. It's easier to do that. Makes sense. I mean, also, and it's 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 totally like a flex, right? If if you were like, imagine if this was Woodstock, and you're like, check the blockchain. I was at Woodstock. <laughs> exactly. No yeah. one can claim they were at Woodstock if it's on the blockchain and you can tell them, hey, you know, we can go through the list and see whether your name is there or not. So that's one of the things that's so exciting about this. You know, you get the props of getting to say that you were there. And, you know, uh, we are trying to benefit all members of this community. So we're benefiting the creators by giving them the opportunity to host. But we're also benefiting the users because of the verification codes and the social credit that comes with it. So it elevates your clout to be able to say you were at these events. Yeah, there's really this nothing worse awesome, than yeah. losing your ticket from your favorite concert. So it kind of fixes that problem as well. Yeah, I'm totally digging the idea. Uh, let's talk about tomorrow's event. Uh, you already mentioned a couple of artists, uh, but I, I'll ask you who are your sponsors and partners. Uh, I've seen you guys uh, partner up with uh, Cloud Factor this week. So uh, can you please talk a little bit about this? Sure, yeah. So it's going to be very exciting. Uh, we have the uh, first ever blockchain-based concert happening tomorrow night. I highly suggest everyone tune in. The talent we'll have performing is Yellow Red Sparks, an innovative folk artist with a heavy focus on lyrics, and DJ Mercury, who is part of this underground collective, and he creates amazing dubstep and house music. So it'll be just amazing vibes all around. Um, we are partners with the GoDo company. They build out all the technology for hype tickets and they do a phenomenal job at it. And uh, we also are using the same technology that is behind clout members. So that's extremely exciting. But as we grow, we're starting to create new events and we're building out room for different partners to sponsor events and add value there. You mentioned that we just uh, partnered with Clout Factor. Going forward, Clout Factor will be hosting directly on uh hype tickets and the beauty of that is it's going to get all those talented individuals paid and it creates the opportunity for them to really gain from the work that they're creating because you know it's so important so many people are creating value these days and they're not getting paid for the value they're creating and you know you need a return on the investment of time you know and we're giving people the opportunity to get that so we're so excited. You know, we've been doing some reach out to creators. We've been doing reach out to entrepreneurs. And we're really going to be elevating the BitCloud community's opportunities as a whole. And we're just excited about everything that we're doing and the ways that we are giving back. We are so excited, too. I, uh, I see that Jillian had a question or a comment. Jillian? 
Oh, no, I was just supporting hype and what Rhett Oh, you're just applauding. Oh, my yes. God. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, though. Yeah, oh, no I'm worries. very supportive. Of, I'm, I, I bought tickets. I'm, I'm going to the live show on Monday. I'm just, I'm, I'm really, really supportive of this and clout members, what they're doing. And anytime Rhett's talking, I'm listening because he's, he has so much value to the community. So I'm just here. So, uh, yeah, sorry, really quick. Um, I know that you already said this and I missed it. So I'm going to ask you to say it again and I'm going to pretend it's because new people jumped in and I want them to hear it. But in reality, I, I just totally missed it. So, um, after purchasing the, 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 the tickets, how do you remind me again, how you go about attending the event? Are you, do you get a, a link to the live stream via email or, or how does that work again? So you claim your ticket on hypetickets.com and you'll notice that it will show you being on the list once you finish the process. Basically, you go to that exact same link and it will be on hypetickets.com where you will be able to access the private live stream and participate in the first ever blockchain concert. Got it. Gotcha. Uh, okay, so I have five minutes left. And to wrap it up, I, I want to ask you, so what else are you working on right now? I, I know about a few projects, but I, I just wanted you to tell us uh, what's going on. What's up? Yeah, so we're doing a lot of different things. Um, me personally, I happen to be in the process of finishing up a book called The Rise and Fall of the Influencer that will be coming out this summer. I will be hosting my book launch on hypetickets.com, and that will be very exciting. And we're doing a number of other projects. I also am a community advocate for clout members. I'm a huge supporter of the idea of getting creators paid. Uh, so that's part of why I've become a member of both clout members and of hype tickets because they both focus on putting money in the hands of people who create value. So uh, that's been a big focus as well. Um, I do support the freemium model. I think it's important that you use the free content to market yourself, but the premium content gets you paid because if you're going to create value, you deserve to uh, get value in return for that. Um, in addition, I also have my own personal consultancy, Bitfluence, and I offer free services from Bitfluence to the cloud members community. So uh, that's been an extremely fulfilling experience as well. And in my day-to-day -day life, I am the CMO of my family's talent management company, Mount Music and Media Agency. So doing a lot of stuff, but it's all focused on the idea of getting creators paid and betting fitting people who are talented and who are creating value. So I'm really just trying to help those who are in the creative space learn the strategies that are needed in order to monetize what they're doing. And this new live model is going to be so beneficial for them. So a lot of those people are going to benefit from the Hype Tickets platform too. As for what Hype Tickets is working on, we happen to have a few projects in the works. I'm not going to give away uh, names right now, but we've been speaking to some of your favorite artists, people you've all heard before uh, within the BitCloud community. And, um, we're going to be applying this to a number of projects. You know, so while we have these concerts that we are scheduling as well, we are also in the process of getting conferences set up. Uh, you know, we have Young Entrepreneurs Conference in the works, and we have a crypto-specific event coming up. 
So there's a lot of different things happening with the Hype Tickets platform. It can apply to so many different contexts of events, and we're so happy to be able to help those who are giving back to the community get something in return for it. This is amazing. Uh, I, I think that that's about time to wrap it up. Thank you so much, Red, for coming to our show tonight. This has been a blast, and I do love that power in your voice. You're, you're a true leader. Uh, I, I'm just, uh, I've loved listening to you. Thank you so much. Thank you. So happy to be here. It's been great speaking to you. You guys had a wonderful podcast. It was great to hear the news and to be able to discuss hype tickets with you. Uh, to those listening, uh, go to hype tickets and claim your ticket to the first blockchain concert. It premieres at 8 p.m. tomorrow night. That is Monday the 10th. So be there and enjoy this experience with us. I would say that, and correct me if I'm wrong, Rhett, but the, the, ticket is you pay what you want right absolutely so the, for this first event you can pay as little as you feel comfortable with or as much as you want to give to these creators so if you really want to support these creators you know you give that as a high amount but if you're worried about being able to afford the event no worries you're able to get in for as little as a penny so we're very excited to have you guys attend and participate in such a revolutionary event Amazing. Thank you so much, Red. Guys, be there or be square. Uh, thank you all. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, we're about to wrap it up. Please follow Bits Today on BitCloud. Please follow Red and Hyped and all the guys from Bits Today. Uh, we'll see you all next week. Uh, again, thank you so much. And please show up at the concert tomorrow. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye, guys. Thank you, Alina. Thank you. Thanks, Nigel. Thanks, bye. See you later, everyone. Thank you. It was a great event, guys.